Robbie, it's Sunday, and golf rests for no man. Did you play golf? No, I didn't actually. I went to the driving range, but I still class that as uh, playing golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I'm really enjoying it, going to the driving range. I've been watching a lot of uh, YouTube videos, as we discussed yesterday, going down to the driving range, putting that practice into... Putting that, um, what is it? Put putting it into pr- putting the videos into practice, whatever. And uh, yeah, freezing down, vertical rain at Halton Nicolay family um, goal, driving range, and uh, couldn't feel my hands. Nice. But you know, when yeah. you're such a like a lover of golf like me, just a, you're like a real fucking sucker for the for the tea. Um, then you just you just you know you just you just get in and go for it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Sort of. Yeah, I know. I feel like you're judging me here. It does feel like there's a. No, I don't. I'm not judging you. Yeah, yeah, no. Mm. I I, I can't. I'm just not that into golf. So, um, yeah. yeah. But you are. So that's that's good. You're relatively newly into golf, though, aren't you? Is that fair? Yes. It's that is absolutely fair to say. Um, September 2018, I think, was the first time that I properly had a, a lesson. I went to a driving range in. Glen Eagles. I was like, we're staying at Glen Eagles for the weekend. Ooh, freebie. Not for me, though. Um, well, no, it was for me, but my, um, it didn't really matter. And then um, since then, I kind of like took it up and I say like, so I've only, yeah, not not even two years. Is it two years? Yeah, it is two years. Um, well, 18 months. So I've been playing golf for 18 months, but it, I really enjoy it. And I'm playing th- three times this week, Monday, Tuesday. I'm playing four times this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just very it's it's just something good to do during lockdown yeah. that abides by the rules. Yeah, and, that's, and that's... wholeheartedly um, would recommend anyone that is looking to take up um, something uh, during this situation that golf would be a good one to do. Very frustrating, but very rewarding when you do it. Um, head down to your local drive range if it's safe to do so, um, and uh, sink a few um, balls. <laughs> proper golf chat there for I'm not for sure that is golf chat actually <laughs> sink a few balls but I've, I, I've found myself that sounds more like snooker yeah to, yeah that's it like but when we, when me and Tomo play like which we're using some golf terminology we've gone oh my god that's gone straight over the drink and on the dance floor like which basically means it's gone over the lake yeah. and onto the green and we sound like a couple of praise twats controversial opinion um, I think Golf chat like dance floor and all that is shit. Oh, do you? Yeah, I don't. I like. I don't. Like, I find it a bit embarrassing. Like, and, and I hear it a lot because I do the stuff with tubes. So it's always yeah. on the dance floor. I'm like, uh, it's that sort of like oh, Sally Gunnell, all that sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? That that, that <laughs> all those sort of things like that. I'm like, ah. But I think well. we do it in an ironic way. Like, well, I'm sure you though. do. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not so about you in particular. I'm saying like in in general when people say it, I'm like. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I there's no reason that it should be that. I, I, that's just there's no reason that I get to decide what is acceptable, and what isn't. But I do no. that, all that stuff. Yeah, you know, just, no, but I, I, I think yeah. it is. But I also I think that, um, uh, and this is I talked about this on a, on a golf podcast actually with uh, Alex Elliott, who is a golf uh, PGA t- teacher. Um, he said, what would you change about golf if you could change one thing? And I think he was thinking about, oh, make the balls with a GPS chip so you find it or whatever. But my thing is like, 
make golf less stuffy and mess, less like up their own ass. So even the other day, Tomo and I were playing and we were coming up to the 17th and we're not the best golfers in the world, do you know what I mean? But when you book in, you can see what the person in front of you, what their handicap is. So you can be like, oh, crikey, they play off 28, which is the maximum you're allowed to play off. That's, we're going we're gonna to be really pissed off. Maybe go for another time. But um, there was two chaps that basically were like, hi guys, can you speed up or just let us through? And it was the passive aggressive way in which they said it. Ah, oh, we were like, well, we're just gonna have, we're just gonna have to slash your tires now. Yeah, that's that's all that's gonna happen now. I'm, yeah. We're just gonna follow you to the car park and slash your tires. Anyway, it turns out they were playing the full eighteen, and we were only playing nine. Um, so and we couldn't be asked to wait. So we, their, their tires are fine, uh-huh. and obviously legally, obviously you wouldn't have done that. No, nah, just probably wouldn't. Sh- um, shat on their on their uh, door handles. I met Alex Elliot. He's nice, isn't he? Oh yeah, uh, filmed with, with tubes with tubes. Oh yeah. yeah. Lovely lad from uh, from Stockport, yes, um, in Manchester. Um, so yeah, so yeah, he's he's a really good golf uh, teacher, very good on Instagram and YouTube, um, and a lot of the stuff he's taught me has has really helped um, me to improve my game. But yeah, I just think it's it needs to be less stuffy. My mate Ratty again, he's getting another mention. Um, he said that he was at a goal. Oh, I think I just spoke, but also burped at the same time. Not entirely sure what happened there. Don't know if you heard it, but I thought I'd reference it just in case the perverts were like. Was that a burp? Sorry, is this a quote from Ratty? <laughs> no, sorry. That was, you said that was, Ratty said, I burped. Ratty said, yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. No, sorry, that was me I going. And so. Ratty, and there was like a burp yeah. when I said Ratty. Mm. Um, he said that at a golf course in the Grimsby area, I'm not going to say which one it is because I'd like to play there, um, someone came out and said, oh, yeah, 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 can you chuck the back of your shirt in, please? And the back of his shirt wasn't tucked in. Now, Ratty is of the same kind of mould as me in that, you know, we're not stick-thin people. We're not, like, shaped like Doritos. We're shaped like a potato. So sometimes bits of clothes do come out. So I just think in a situation like that, you know, the whole... Or can you take... Well, tuck your shirt in, you scruff it. It's like, mate, it's golf. We're men hitting bits of ball with bits of wood. Do you know what I mean? Like... Off, it's got so better, hasn't it, golf? But that was historically, yeah, it was all like a bit like, oh, God. 100%. Yeah. But there are still golf clubs that don't accept modern golf wear. So, like, you know, the stuff that we wear now, so any, like I wear the Puma Cobra stuff, but any like the Under Armour or even like Nike stuff, the stuff that you would see being worn by like golfers on uh, opens and stuff. You know, it's quite modern, but some golf clubs still don't allow it. You know what I mean? It's the traditional old um, shoes and stuff. Um, which Martin Gritton, your friend and mine, um, he has the most ridiculous old school golf shoes, which are like from the 50s. Brilliant. They're like blocks of wood. Um, classic old school grits though, isn't they? Yeah, love it. Just seen, you spoke to grits recently? Just spoke to grits earlier because we're doing, no before way. we came on here, oh my God. we're doing like Football Legends this. podcast before we came on Who here. Who are you doing it with? Can you, can you disclose? Uh, I... I Think I can? I don't think it's a secret. Mick McCarthy. Um, oh, great! For, love, love Mick McCarthy. Lovely man. Um, former Ireland manager and uh, footballer. Um, and Wolves and Ipswich as well. Yep. What was um, yeah, Sunderland. Uh, yeah, uh, King of the Memes. There are so many good memes of Mick McCarthy. Um, there's the Careless Whisper one, where he basically. <laughs> have you seen that one? Where he, like Not raises sure his eyebrows at the camera. Um, there's the Mick McCarthy one where he's scared of nothing, uh, where basically he comes out of the tunnel and kind of like just gets, you don't see what's the other side of the camera. So he just looks like he's scared of absolutely nothing. So, um, but yeah, lo- lovely bloke. Very nice. Did he come on Soccer AM? I think he might have done. 
can't remember. Or we just spoke. I can't remember. But it, yeah, lovely bloke, isn't he? Was it a good interview? It was good, yeah. Yeah, good fun. Enjoyed myself. Um, and then came straight on to do this. And you know, it's a bit weird. I don't know if you find this. If you've done two podcast things in a row, in a row, you're still in previous podcast mode. Well, you've discussed this before, yeah. where you say on Jack's one, you're more like hyper. Is that right? Yeah. Whereas oh, wh- this one, I'm more listen and also try and manage the chat, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like try and bring in the next story and do all that sort of thing. Yeah, I know so mean. I'm a bit more producery, if that. I mean, there is yeah, a producer. Yeah, yeah. That's not that's that's um, uh, there's a producer on it, but he's, he's not on the call, something. But so just trying trying to work it through its journey. Uh, whereas here, it's just talking about anything, isn't it? Sort of thing. So it took me a few minutes to adjust to this now. But I think I'm back in. I think I'm back yeah. into. Into my, my stride here. Done a lot of um, farming today again on uh, Farming Simulator 19. Online? Uh, not online, it's just me farming on the computer, on PlayStation. So, yeah, of course, yeah. So I um, yeah grew some soybeans, took them to the uh, port grain elevator rather than the restaurant afterwards because I was going to get a better price from there, even though it was a longer drive. Um, oh, okay. And uh, yeah, going quite well. Invest, bought a new field as well. Uh, have you how much the fields cost about 200 grand so I took a bank loan out but I feel oh, I need to like it's very hard to make a living as a farmer even a virtual farmer yeah. um, so I don't know if what I don't know how I'm going to buy any more fields I think I might just be like this forever now unless I can sort of get my profit margins up a bit yeah, I mean, they also work ridiculous long hours, ridiculously long hours. Yeah, well, my one um, hasn't slept at all in six days, day and night. What the fuck? So, I mean, I don't know if you can sleep in it, but the point is, I mean, he's hardworking. Yeah, he's there all, all all day, all night, just out and about. That is mad. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do tonight, Lloyd? Because we well, well, you've got a gig. We're going to play a bit of um, poker, but we couldn't get a, the plan. A the plan was to poke ourselves right up. But um, various people seem to be working or looking after children, which just seems like a... I'm suspicious of the number of people who are claiming they're working on a Sunday night. Well, yeah. To be fair, saying that, for the last... Well, I had Sunday lunch. Um, my mum has done a, did a lovely chicken uh, roast uh, dinner. So thanks very much, uh, Diane. She does listen to the podcast. Hi, Diane. I mean, I could say it to her face, but, um, but thanks for that, mother. Um, but I have, I, I've done a... About two or three hours of work today, as well as um, golfing. Um, I just find Sunday's quite a good day to work because it's less busy, less calls, less Zoom stuff. So I've just done two hours work on two sitcom treatments that I'd like to get made um, that I've been working up. So I've just been working on them and just doing bits of research. Changed quite a pivotal thing of one of them. And then my mate, Steve-O, um, not his real name, Real name's Simon, actually, but I didn't know that for about a year at university, so I've met him. Everyone called him Steve. And then when we went to introduce ourselves to a potential employer at university in our first year, he's like, hi, I'm Simon. And I was like, that's really funny what you did there, mate, calling yourself Simon. Classic. He's like, oh, that's that's actually my name. I was like, what are you on about? He's like, that's my real name. He's like, no, it's not Steve. He's like, no, seriously, my name's Simon. I was like, mate, we've just signed contract to live in a house together next year like you should be telling me stuff like that um and he pulled out his driving license and sure enough simon Ivor lewis um, so why do you have two names well at school he went to quite a posh school down south uh epsom college um and he i think he was only in either gcse's in sixth form anyway he turned up 
Um, actually, no, I think he was, yeah, I think it was actually from year seven, potentially. Uh, anyway, he, he turned up and was like, oh, hi, my name's Simon. And they were like, well, we've already got a Simon and you don't look like a Simon. You look like a Steve. So they just called him Steve. Um, and that stuck. And the only people that called him Simon are his work colleagues, uh, his mum and his wife. Yeah, so, well, that um, seems, seems reasonable. But yeah, yeah. I like Steve um, works in insurance and he's been... Um, begging me to write a sitcom with him for ages going I've got so much stuff in me locker you need to get me involved I was like no Steve like you do liability for farms in Nevada like I mean you, like no offence yeah. it's, it's a different ball game um, you can name all 52 of the states um, and can tell you which are most prone to cyclones um, but I was like I just, you know and he is a funny guy anyway I sent him a treatment and he sent a pack a page worth of notes which were really handy and I was like oh crikey oh. there's some really good ideas and really good stuff so um, all I'm saying is sometimes guys just look outside the box look outside the circle uh, and let your friends contribute to your crop a lot of time it doesn't work though doesn't it no a lot, a of, lot time. of the time people tell you they've got something for you and it's rubbish yeah, although saying that, yeah, he previously he did give me an idea of a sitcom that was absolutely tripe. Um, but then, yeah, it was he was like, I've got an idea of a sitcom. I can't even remember what it was, but I remember just like looking at him, thinking that that was the joke. And he was like, so what do you think? I was like, oh, you've been serious? He's like, yeah, went, that's the worst idea I think I've ever heard. Um, yeah, so... Uh, he, do you get that um, a lot being a comedian? People go, I've got a joke for you. Do you get that sort of stuff? Oh, my God, it is the worst thing in the world. It is the worst thing in the world. Where someone goes, oh, crikey, you could probably use this in your, in your next show. And you're going, no, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Or, no, this is so boring. Or when, like, situations happen where you're like, <laughs> where people go, oh, bloody hell, I hope I don't see this on stage. You're going, no, no, you're no, right. you, you'll never see this on stage. It's just, it's it's like an in-joke within comedians that going home for Christmas is one of the worst things in the world because you go and see various fam- family members going, hey, here's one for you. And you're going, Oh, I can't use that because it's misogynistic or racist yeah. or bigoted or xenophobic um, or just not funny, which is the main thing. Like, oh, yeah. it's just, I mean, I don't know why uh, why that would ever, <laughs> why you think that that would be, who was it the other week I did something? I've got to be really careful just in case it is work related. But I just remember someone just saying, oh yeah, I went, I went somewhere to, an, I went to pick up something. Yeah, I, I can't really say because I think, yeah. Someone's like, oh God, don't stop. Oh God, I hope you don't use this. And you said, oh God. And I was like, no, why would I ever? No, this isn't funny at all. And the poor bloke I've known him for years. And he's like, oh, bloody hell. God, I'm going to see this on TV. And I was like, no, because if I, if I was to get a sitcom commissioned in the next 18 months, like it wouldn't have, the, it wouldn't have this in it, mate. <laughs> Setting the mechanics where a bloke's having a breakdown. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> it probably, probably could do. But yeah, it is the worst thing in the world. And, um, but then saying that, I remember, um, like some some stuff that happens that they don't think is funny, going, oh, that's really, I'm going to use that. And then you take it and you kind of, you know, because they're not going to use it in a story, are they? No. And then some stuff that happens on stage, some of the funniest lines that I've got on stage, I've had on stage, I've then gone, where it's got a big laugh from the punter, I've gone, right, well, I'm using that. Um, <laughs> case in point, a gig years ago, it was quite rowdy, Nottingham, just a tonic. And I was talking about Slimming World there was a woman on the front row she said she worked at Slimming World and I was like oh I was like do you get many men going there she went do you know what we don't like it's a real stigma for men to go to Slimming World they do it like at home but they never come to the things I was like 
has any bloke any blokes here ever been to Slimming World? And a bloke at the back went, yeah, I have, mate. I was like, that's great, good on you, having a little chat and got a few bits out of him. I went, how much weight have you lost? He went, weight? I went, yeah, at Slimming World. He went, oh, shit, sorry, mate. I thought you said Cine World. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I built like a routine around that and uh, sent me a little bit of money. I, f- I find it annoying when I make a good joke and there's not a big enough audience to appreciate it and it's not something that you can repeat. Like I remember one day I was walking when I first started seeing my bed my now wife. I remember we were walking down a hill. I can't even remember where I was. It was such a such a good joke. Um and um this isn't gonna sound like a good joke now, but it was at the time because it was quick. But um she was talking about her friend, um uh, her friend Nick and and saying because it was her birthday, we're gonna go down and play rounders, I think, in a park or something. She said, Oh yeah, Nick Nick's coming along. Um, I said, hey, where, does, where does Nick work? I, I, I didn't know where Nick works. She said, oh, he's at ITV. I said, oh, what does he do there? She goes, he does IT. I said, oh, does someone else look after V? And I thought that was a really, <laughs> that's a really good joke, but you could never, it's never going to come up again. There's never going to be another yeah. opportunity to tell that joke. It's it really joke. funny. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I think that is, that is very funny. Thank you. But yeah, it, was, it was quick. It was like a sort of sitcom friends type joke. You know what I mean? I was thinking, oh, yeah. Chandler could have told that joke. Do you know what? I'd say it's more of, because it's British, I'd say it's more of a not going out kind of joke. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. That's fine. Very much a Lee acting. I did a gig last night um, for Outside the Box, which was Mm -hmm. uh, very nice and very funny. Uh, Really nice crowd. So I think there were about 250 people watching um, that bought tickets. And then there was a front row of like, say, seven or eight people who were all lovely. Then there's this one guy. So it was basically the evening was headlined by Rod Gilbert, but then there was myself, Dane Baptiste, Lauren Patterson, Julian Dean doing sets. And some bloke in the comments was like, Well, what is this? Who are these comedians, unfunny comedians I've never heard of? I thought this was supposed to be a whole evening with Rod Gilbert. I feel completely like I've been ripped off here. Mate, you paid six pounds. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you honestly think you're gonna get a whole evening with Rod Gilbert for six pounds on the internet? Um, but yeah, so it's quite weird being heckled by the comment section on the Zoom last night. I was like, are you fucking joking with me? Um, but yeah, it was, so that was quite a good gig. And then actually I was on the Cy- uh, Beer 52 Cyberfest gig as well last night. Nice. I'd actually pre-recorded that midweek. I remember um, you recording it, yeah. Yeah, and um, so that went over. But luckily, well not luckily, I actually wore the same top. So it looks like I had been doubling gigs so gone from one gig to another um but in fact i was i just wore the same top and then tonight i oh yeah rod gilbert was on last night he was very funny very very funny um and yeah. then tonight go on what was that sorry? No, go on, go on, yeah, uh, yeah and then tonight i'm doing yeah dulwich hamlet football club they've got a comedy club doing that tonight and izzy Suti from off of peep show um is on uh mitch ben Vicky Stone, and I'm um, just doing a little short set. I think I'm either closing or second to last. Um, but yes, yeah, so that'd be quite that'd be quite fun at the Hipster Football Club. Um, so doing that, doing that tonight. Yeah. I'm going to edit this, go on a walk, then do the gig. I've got still got a lot of work to do tonight that I'd quite like to get done before the morrow. But my ho. yeah, lovely. So if, if poker's cancelled, what are you going to do? Well, I might watch a bit of um, two episodes into The Last Dance on Netflix. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, I'm not sure. We can cook a little bit of dinner. Perhaps last night I made, didn't have much in. Bev's done a supermarket shop this afternoon. She went to Sainsbury's. Yeah. Um, but I, um, 
I made what's become a occasional nothing in Hail Mary dinner that's magnificent. Which I, freezer I bought, dinner. Well, so, well, not even freezer. The store cupboard generally, Ooh. but the only the only one thing is I've got. You can use it with tins of beans, but I bought a massive bag of pinto beans, and I will cook pinto beans in advance, so I, I can't even have some in the fridge. So there were fridge elements of it, and it's basically refried beans that I do. So you got your pinto beans that you cooked, and then just fry them with a bit of garlic and a few spices and stuff, and, um, and then I put them into little flour tortillas, mm. um, and then I will put in a bit of oil. I use rapeseed Ooh. oil yesterday, um, and a bit of a pan, and then I'll fold these things because they sort of stick together quite nicely because they've got the sticky um beans in the middle yeah. then you can fry both sides of them in a pan and then yeah. they go into my little taco stands oh, wow. um so good that my wife asked me to make more that evening another an extra wow. one because she enjoyed it and then i might put i'll put in as well on top of that maybe a little bit of chili sauce over the top and some um uh sliced red onion very thinly sliced red onion and cherry tomatoes a bit of lettuce from the garden I think I think you should um, Instagram that later on. Well, that's what I did last night. Tonight I'm going to do something different. Oh, I think. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, um, do you know what? Last night I saw um, Gary Lineker Instagram storied him doing a, uh, a slow doing a um, a oh, I want to say a lamb Rogan Josh. Oh, sounds nice. But I think he called it lamb slogan Josh because it was it was slow cooked it. And it looked absolutely incredible. Like he did the paste himself. He did the sort like he did so that it, he made the paste himself. And I was salivating. Like I was like, "Go on, Gary." Didn't have Gary eat. down as a food. Oh source. my god, Gary is a great cook. Like a real. I'm not sure if you follow him on Instagram. I do, but I might. No, I follow him on Twitter. But he's on Instagram. He's like a lot of cooking stuff. Like he does his slow roast stuff and. Oh, honestly, I've get get on. Hopefully, it's still there from from last night. But I showed my mum was like, "Look at that!" Like the photo of his final curry. Curry looked like like genuinely like a uh, like it was from a magazine wow. or a cookbook. It was really really great. Um, whilst uh, well, before just before we finish, um, reviews. We just we simply read out some reviews. Yeah, let's do it. So. Um, so, uh, username really, 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 really pissed off. Um, I've been enjoying this podcast uh, on my government mandate daily walk. Such a mundane things you talk about makes you feel like we've been in this together. Keep up the excellent work, lads. And then he says, or she says, Derek Jarman was the actor director who lived in Dungeness. So yes, I presume we were it was. Yeah. Did you not? Has that just triggered your? Was that? Has that answered that question? I just remembered. I yeah, remember. yeah. I just remembered. Yeah, I forgot who it was. Yeah, yeah it was Derek Jarman. Yeah, Derek yeah. Jarman. Um, I'm not going to read this person's username out because of the content. It says, Grimsby is better than Hull from an impartial person. Hull's best thing is the deep. And then a load of fish slash seafood emojis. And then annoyingly, so it gets read out, they've just put binny bin bin. Um, (laughs) But, I mean, the best thing about Hull is the close of them way, leaving Hull. Um, And also the regeneration um, of... Um, the marina okay uh otb c97 um which i think is uh, elon musk's second child <laughs> good stuff <laughs> nearly you topical can, you can use that in your uh 
Thank you so yeah. much. Uh, what a podcast. Love the podcast. Uh, it's kept me sane during these strange times. It feels like I'm sat in the pub with my mates. Uh, it's been a lovely escape, and I really hope you guys keep it up when things go back to normal. Absolutely not. Uh, Tom O'Newton, subscribe bin to this podcast. is a great decision for any aspiring amateur e- eavesdroppers. <laughs> so basically any amateur perverts. Yeah. Uh, though Robbie saying he woke up 30 minutes after I've been going to bed has made me reevaluate my life choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I quite have, there's um there's a YouTuber called Bambino Becky and she yeah. quite often puts things on her Instagram of her rating the sunrise. And like I was like, why is she up now? I thought, oh god no, she's just going to bed, isn't she? So and and I basically this there is genuinely and we were to go together chatting about this. I and I've there's genuinely like a 30 minute difference most days between the time she goes to bed and I get up. Oh my god. Yeah, there we go. And you're both lunatics in my eyes, if you're asking. Um, uh, John sixteen sixty four, who I think is Cronenberg's uh, brother. Yep. Uh, been listening to this lockdown since. Uh, been listening to this since lockdown. Thought it was going to be rubbish. In brackets, no pun intended. But it's been a great background noise whilst binging on FM Manager. All the best boys. FM Manager, obviously football manager. Oh crikey! The so- subject matter, which I didn't read. Says AM rejects, AM rejects, oh, oh, calling us AM rejects. I mean, I presume he is. What a shit house. Sorry, we both left. We both left our own accord. Actually, thank I'm you. not taking that from someone who calls it FM manager. Yeah, football yeah. manager, manager. Football. Ah, oh, John, sixteen sixty four. You've just been absolutely shat at. John, I like, bet John so, says pin number as well. Oh uh, my god. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, John also eats uh, his own shit. Um, <laughs> Rachel six seven zero zero, great username. Until we read the uh, the review and realise she's probably just thrown us under the bus. Um, whole podcast drinking game, and ideally, an idea definitely not for the bin question mark, but would maybe require bins being the mic just in case. Amazing podcast, guys. So a whole podcast drink. What we have to drink during the whole podcast? I mean, let's not. Let's not rule it out. No, that sounds a good idea. Uh, and also, someone today on Twitter um, asked uh, when the uh, when the perverts poker okay, game nice. will be. I think we should sort that for the next few we next few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start well, a per- pervert poker club. Pervert poker club. We'll set a night for it. Yeah. Um, and we can. I can do a Zoom. Yeah. We can both be the hosts. And, we can. Yeah. Uh, Little five pound buy-in. That'd be nice. I think that's you know, like, little five pound buy-in, and if we win it, then the money will go to. Uh, so, um, yeah. I think we do need to try and make profit from the perverts. Oh, I think for free, we need to try and win. What what episode is this? 71. 71. Okay, so let's just do the maths here. Okay, seventy-one times, let's say twenty-four minutes. That's an average of seventy-one times 24 that's 1704 minutes divide that by 60 that's 28 and a half hours i mean i probably could have just divided that they've had 28 and a half hours of free content from us wow. we're not getting paid for this are we no. although ads might ads might be in from next week so just heads up yeah. um yes. finn hallam stewart Best enjoyed hungover. Robbie and Lloyd seem like two of the soundest boys in the biz. If fans of this podcast are perverts, then lock me up in high security solitary confinement and throw away the keys in the bin. Actually, well done, Finn Helen Stewart. Fun fact, we're actually both arsholes, aren't we? We're yeah, we are. We've got a good no, story we, here, but we're, we're vicious. It's vicious. Uh, 
I haven't mentioned this during the podcast, but I do this whole podcast and have been during lockdown whilst wearing a tag. Um, yep, I'm I'm off to drown kittens when we finish. You know, yeah. Now. Um, right. Well, because now read the first letter of each sentence. Lots of love. All the best. Oh, uh, well done. This is really good. Do you know what? Finn Hallam Stewart, well done. So he says, he's given us, this is brilliant. This is really bloody brilliant from Finn Hallam Stewart. Okay. Best enjoyed hungover. If fans of this podcast are perverts, now read the first letter of each sentence. What an absolute legend. Yeah, great. Well done. Really good. Really that good. It. Finn Hallam Stewart, you are in the top three perverts. We've not had that before, but you are <laughs> in the top three perverts. Who are the other two top perverts? We, I don't know yet. All right. I have absolutely no idea. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, Joe, Joe, one, two, three, four, five. That's their username. I mean, jeez. I've been listening to this podcast every day since it started, and I've really enjoyed every episode. Be prepared for some exhilarating convos and intense discussions that will certainly help pass the time during lockdown. Really lovely review. Sort out your username. And last one, Alfie Lamb 0 Seeing these pop up every day is a beacon of hope, helping me through my mundane and tedious time in quarantine. Oh. Thank you both so much for the laughs and good stories. The other day, I left the most recent one playing, and it skipped back to the first ever episode. I can't believe you've been keeping these going for so long. You're both truly binging. Uh, you're both sorry. You're truly. I am. I mean, I am binging on all sorts of things, mate. You're both truly bringing so much quality entertainment to myself and the rest of the perverts. For that, I am so grateful. Uh, I tried to think of a bin pun, but they are all rubbish. Yours sincerely, Alfie Lamb. It's a good um, joke. It's, it's a good. Rubbish, I mean, yeah. it's good stuff. Uh, do you know what these perverts? They're, I think they're pretty really up their game recently, haven't they? They're really up, up their game. Apart from one second, uh, John sixteen sixty four, who does eat his own shit, um, <laughs> which is a shame. Um, if you want. Um, uh, a review read out on this podcast do us a favour leave us a lovely little five star review it doesn't have to be a long review just that the, the better the reviews the more easy it is for um, like minded perverts uh, it is to find this podcast um, right H- I'm HIV virus that's another one of those isn't it human immunodeficiency virus virus when people say that yeah I mean I didn't know where you were going with that if I'm being brutal I know honest. I thought I'd just <laughs> shout HIV virus out at some point yeah, yeah. why not why but, yeah. the bloody hell we're not, not getting paid we can shout we want yeah, we can do. But if anyone does want to sponsor this podcast, I mean, now we're 71 episodes in. I mean, I'd take some money for it, wouldn't you? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So if you've got a company <laughs> that wants to sponsor this. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going to go with that. What, what sort of criteria you're going to put down for just if you've got a company. If you've got a company. Won't that, accept a partnership. It has to be a limited company. Or well, yeah, just any, like, as long as you're on board. Yeah, yeah, sole traders. You know, ideally, if you pay for that, that'd be better. Um, but like, what hundred quid an episode? I don't know. Five, five grand an episode? Somewhere, somewhere in between. Somewhere anywhere, anything really. Yeah, anything really. We will sell our tank of unleaded. I'll do it for tank of unleaded, or uh, yeah, tank of unleaded. But ideally, somewhere where it's over a pound uh, uh, a litre. Yeah. Um, right. Should we? Uh, yeah. Let's go. Assess our lives. Yeah. yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.